check out my podcast show, Thoughts of a Light-Skinned Woman, Thursdays at 9 p.m. I talk about everything and anything. I'm all about sharing what I know and about learning as well. Can you hear me? Ah, (laughs) yes, we're back. So, hola, welcome to On The Wake Up Radio. Shout out to my producer, Cindy Ashby. Tonight's episode is part two of social media when it comes to the youth. Um, You're listening to my show, Thoughts of a Light-Skinned Woman. I'm your hostess, Boricua Angie. To call in, the number is 844-818-818. 4433. You can catch us on radio.com and otwtube.com. Okay, so as I always say, some can relate, some appreciate, and some hate. So what I wanted to talk about was, and I went to, of course, you know how I got to do some research when it comes to youth and social media. So I actually looked up a few sites. And so one of them is like social media in today's youth. As we have advanced technology and ways to communicate when it comes to social media in today's youth, we are not in a place that we want to be, which is true. There are some major issues with social media and how it negatively affecting young people's lives, which I think we all know too well. So there were some other things that I actually looked into. Um, it can affect their health, how they view themselves. So it's just a lot of things I feel I don't know if I can say it's worse than when it comes to adults, when it comes to social media, because I feel when it, when it comes to the adults, I feel like it's more of the pretending to be something they're not. They're looking all glamorous, even though that's not the type of life they live. But I feel like when it comes to the youth, I feel it's a little bit more about how they look. If, you know, do they look pretty enough and things like that? So everything for them right now at the moment is more about like image, like, how they're feeling about themselves rather than, you know, trying to actually just show off. It's more about looks. So I went and did a little bit of research and then I was trying to look into like, when did this all start? So they did do a survey before. So back like in 2018, they did a survey of like 750, 13 to 17 year olds found that 45% are online almost constantly, and 97% use a social media platform such as YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, or Snapchat, because I feel like those are their favorite ones right now. 
then even goes even way back as well. So it goes from 2019, they did a study of 6,500 from 12 to 15 year olds in the US found that most who spent more than three hours a day using social media might be heightened risk for mental health problems. And another study in 2019, more than 12,000 13 to 16 year olds, but this is in England, found that using social media more than three times a day predicted poor mental health and well being in teens. Then it kind of goes up and down when it comes to the years. In 2016, they did a study of 450 teens found that great, greater social media use, nighttime social media use, and emotional investment in social media, such as feeling upset when prevented from logging on. I have experience with that. That thing back then, now I'm looking at the year, that was a very big thing about if you tell them like, hey, I don't want you to log on. <clears throat> you told them not to do certain things. I swear, I feel like they would have a panic attack if they weren't able to get on. Now, back in 2015, they did a study that found social comparison and feedback seeking, seeking by teens using social media and cell phones was linked with depressive symptoms. In 2013, they did a study found that the older adolescents who use social media passively, such as by viewing others' photos, reported, reported declines in life satisfaction. It says those who use social media to interact with others or post their own content didn't experience these declines which I think it's um, it's pretty interesting when it comes to the youth. So it's not just only just the grownups. I feel like they go through it a little bit more than what we do. And it really sucks because, like I said, I feel like for them it's more about how they look, what's going on. They're trying to, to look good for their friends. They want to make sure that they can also make people happy. So this was something that I wish – at the time, like I always said, you know, as a mom, as a parent, you're not, I never really thought like, you know what, let me sit down and Google just to try to get some information of like how I wish, <laughs> which of course is too late to prevent, but it's already happening. Like how I wish I could have done things differently when it came to social media and looking more into what was there because there's something that they have like a few tips here. It says about how to protect your teen. Now it says about set reasonable limits. It says talk to your teen about how to avoid letting social media interfere with her, with his or her activities. Sleep, meals, or homework. Encourage a bedtime routine that avoids electronic media use and keep cell phones and tablets out of teens' bedrooms. Set an example by following these rules yourself. But I, as the adult, of course, I didn't follow those rules because I'm kind of like that's how I would look at it. Like I'm the adult, I'm in my room. Why should I not be able to have my phone in my room? But it kind of makes sense. I feel like all of that that's written, that was written on here makes a lot of sense that just from them having social media, being able to use it and do it on their phones, it has affected all of this, the sleep, the homework, the activities. I feel like everything always surrounds what's being posted on social media. Now it says, monitor your teen's account. Learn your teen. Know that you'll be regularly checking his or her social media accounts. You might aim to do so once a week or more. Make sure you follow through. I should have been doing that. I mean, at one point when I tried, I had the type of sassy teen that was on some like, you're doing too much. And 
even when it wasn't her phone because her friends were lending her their phones and I was trying to take that away to kind of, you know, she was like, this is not yours. You can't take it. So uh, I wasn't being that um, tough, strict parent. But at the same time, I tried. And I was just like, you know what? This is not going anywhere. Now explain what's not okay. Discourage your teen from gossiping, spreading rumors, bullying, or damage, damaging someone's reputation online or otherwise. Talk to your teen about what is appropriate and safe to share on social media. This is also a big talk I've had with my daughter because I've heard her plenty of times at nighttime on the phone, even though she's not on social media, even though they're talking because I think they're doing more like messenger um, chats like that. I've had conversations with her about like, you know, not trying to do things like this because I'm like, I know she wouldn't like if somebody did this to her and making sure that she's not doing that because I feel like with them, you have to have these conversations to kind of get them to understand because when it comes to the youth, I feel once you put something out there, forget it. It spreads like wildfire. People now think that your child is probably having sex just because somebody went and posted it and none of those things are true. And this is why, like I said, social media has good and bad to it. And that's one of the negative parts of it. And then here it says, encourage face-to-face -face contact with friends. It says, this is particularly important for teens vulnerable to social anxiety disorder. Boy, um, at least I think I could say for my daughter and my son, that even though they be on their phones most of the time, but at least they do go out and they do get to see their friends. So everything is not on the phone. But I feel like maybe when they're with their friends, regardless, they're still on the phone, even though they are face-to-face -face <laughs> with other people. And then it says, talk about social media. Talk about your own social media habits. Ask your teen how he or she is using social media and how it makes him or her feel. Remind your teen that social media is full of unrealistic images. Oh, man. I've had those conversations, too. <laughs> All this stuff that was said here, I've tried. I've had conversations with her about that, too. Um, even to the point about, like, let's say videos. I was like, do you think that what you're seeing it's not always real. I've actually, it took one time, I think, I saw one of the rappers going in to borrow jewelry for a video. And ever since that day, I always repeat to my kids, I was like, look, I was like, I know you like your little videos. You think that everybody on there looks great and that they got all this money and they're flossing. That doesn't mean anything. Because for the fact that somebody had to go into a jewelry store to borrow what was there for their video just to look good tells you a lot because why can't they show off their own jewelry? Why, you know what I mean? Why they're not using their stuff if they have so much money. So it was like, don't let certain little things fool you. But of course, kids are more vulnerable, naive to certain things. Again, they feel like they're watching stuff. That's what they think everything is like, oh, these people are rich. I want to be like that. Not even knowing the background story to it. So, ever since social media came around, I feel that it's changed the way people like pedophiles, the predators that are out there, I feel that it's changed the way that they can actually now get to our youth. 
because that's another thing that always bothered me with my kids. I felt like I've always had to have these conversations. It's like, you know what? I was like, please be aware of who you're having conversations with. I was like, you never know that you think you might be talking to somebody your age and it might not be that person. It could be an older person on the other side. You don't know sometimes who's on the other side, especially if you're not FaceTiming. You don't know who you're chatting with. I could go on there and say, hey, I'm a 12-year-old girl and find everything that a 12-year-old girl likes and, and make you think that you're talking to somebody of your age. And it's not like that. Again, this is what happens when there's, um, whether if it's email, social media, other platforms like Facebook, again, places where they can have conversations with people that this is why I used to tell my kids, like when I say, look, I need to see what you're doing, they will make a big deal about it and not even understanding because of things like this. Like, how are you going to sit there and fight me and not let me see what's, what's going on? What are you posting? What are you saying? Because again, and then it got to the point was like, fine, you don't want to show it to me, but I'm going to keep repeating over and over. Watch who you're talking to on social media because you don't know who it can be on the other side, especially my son, when I've had to tell him. I was like, I mean, I know he chats with his friends, but just in case, I'm like, look, watch out. If you are speaking to a girl, you have to speak to a girl around your age, nobody younger, because um, my oldest is the one who I said who has um, the learning disability. And I try to, from time to time, having to keep repeating to him certain things about that, because again, since now we're doing everything through our phones, things are a little bit different than doing things in person. So I'm like, you need to be careful to who you're talking to. And especially when it comes to the age, because I was like, again, you never know who could be on that other side, especially if anybody's ever seen that show to catch a predator. If anybody's seen it, you know exactly what I'm talking about. <laughs> it's like you have the, 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 the young woman officer who could possibly pass for looking like a kid. That's the crazy part. Could pass off looking like a kid whether pictures were shared or they saw the, per the, the the person online thinking that they're talking to a kid. And then these guys come over to the house thinking that they're going to meet a child and it's basically an officer and there's other people there waiting for them to arrest them. <laughs> like, this is the thing I be talking about. Like, this is the type of world we live in. Like, you have to be so cautious about stuff that it's sad that it has to get to that point. And it's, you know, even... um like my friend mentioned earlier when we were talking, she's like, even if it is a younger person and they do FaceTime with you, doesn't always mean that you never know. It could be somebody else trying to to lure you in and they're probably, you know, possibly using that kid to make you think like, hey, look, I'm your age or whatever. You want to come and meet up and hang out? And again, not even know what can happen once you leave or if you try to invite them over. And again, you don't know who these people It's the same thing goes for adults. Trust me. Everybody shows a different image online compared to when you see them in person. So when I was talking about like the predators, the pedophiles, again, with social media, it has changed so much because, you know, before, I mean, they still do it now in person when they see a kid outside in a park, they try to lure them with candy, try to show them their animal say things if they're driving by in the car, saying that like, you know, your parents are looking for you. So I feel again, I mean, they're still out there probably doing that. But again, I feel with social media, I feel that they found even a greater way to lure 
young kids. And again, if we don't speak to our kids about this, it's like, this is, this is one of the ways that we definitely have to protect them because I feel like, again, me as a parent, I feel that that was one of my biggest fears that once they started using their phones and started getting on all these different social media platforms, it was things like that I was thinking about. Because again, you don't know who you're talking to on the other side. They could have a picture. I could take anybody else's picture and post it and you could think that's me. That doesn't mean anything. Another thing that they were doing too was the whole thing with the hidden apps. I don't know how long ago was that, but I know before when I used to watch the news, because I actually stopped watching the news. I don't even know how many years it's been now because it gets depressing <laughs> watching the news. But I do remember at one time the youth was trying to use an app to hide other apps. Like, that is crazy. They were using apps to hide the other apps so because they knew that their parents were going to be going into their phones to see what they're doing, what they're looking at, what's on their social media. So they used other apps to hide it. I'm telling you, these kids are just amazing at the things that they do. And then the fact that you sometimes have to, like, let's say if you have a family friend, you know, family that have younger kids that, you know what, the ones who don't mind talking about what's going out there, what's going on, like what's what's new for like 2021, like what was new for like 2020 or 2019 from all those things that the youth always find something new to, to find, like especially other platforms. Snapchat was one of them. And then I think it was TikTok, but I feel like I thought TikTok was supposed to be for the youth, but I feel like it's not anymore. So it's like, it seems most is mainly adults. Then there was a Snapchat, which also um, I took it as, I thought it was more for the youth, but that has changed as well. So it's always something that either they get into, that they find, that they like, or they're always trying to hide things from us. But I feel again, as parents, we need to have these conversations with our children to still, even if it's 2021 and we think we know everything, but still, we still have to be cautious, talk to them, let them know. Because another thing is what I was reading earlier was about how some of these teenagers see themselves, the fact that they're so concerned with their image and how they look, that they have to look a certain way, start looking cute, start putting on eyelashes, makeup, lipstick, hair, and all that just to take a photo. My daughter is at that point that she's like that. I see this child every morning. <laughs> she will put up a whole face and make sure that her hair looks great before she walks out that door. Or if she decides that she wants to take a picture for Snapchat or something, she wants to make sure that she looks good before she posts. It's rare that I've ever seen like, cause she likes taking um, pictures with my phone. So I get to see what she's um, taking and what she and where she's going to post it. But it's rare that I've ever seen her look regular <laughs> ever. It's been rare since I've ever seen her look regular to, um, to take a picture before, um, before posting. But which I'm about to get personal because I feel with this whole 
topic about social media and the youth, I feel that yes, it does play it does play a big part of their mental health and the things that they do to themselves because I know someone that is close to me and I'm wondering if it's because of all the things, maybe whatever, if she's on Facebook or whatever it is that maybe something she's seen, maybe things that were said to her, whatever she's experiencing, I'm, I'm really going to really put that it has to do with social media. Because from what I've seen, I really say half the time has to do with the social media or the phone, either or. But it got to the point where we're cutting. Cutting was a thing. Where cutting became a thing. And I guess, I guess for me as an adult, because I don't feel like I've experienced getting to that point ever in my life of ever feeling stressed or, I mean, I've been stressed and whether depressed, low self-esteem, but it's never gotten to the point where I've ever tried to inflict any type of pain or try to scar my body in order just to, to feel a little bit better. But again, I don't, I don't know what it is that's going on through their heads again, it's like, it really sucks that if, you know, social media is playing such a big part of how they feel about themselves. And again, it sucks because as a mom and as a parent, I try to let my child know, like, you know, you're beautiful. You know, I try to use encouraging words sometimes because it's kind of like in between because I get so mad and you're trying to explain to them. And then at the same time, it's like, all right, let me not be always so, <laughs> you know, having those moments where I'm upset, but then try to give like the the whole positive of it too, because I'm like, they just can't be so focused on this with this whole social media thing that it takes over their lives, that they see themselves in a way so differently that they're not happy with themselves and it sucks. Because in my mind, it's like, yo, you don't know these people. I mean, some of them might be your friends, but the rest of them, you don't you don't know them. That it gets to the point where now you're doing things to yourself, to your body, because whatever's happening around you, whatever you're seeing is, is taking a toll. And that sucks. And I feel, again, as an adult, I mean, I have to admit, I've had the conversation with my friends. It does after some time, because all you're thinking is, what is on social media? A lot of negative stuff. A lot of things that you're looking at that um, that it's not helpful. It's gotten to the point where my friend says, all you have to do is either unfriend, unfollow someone, block them. If this person is causing you some type of, um, you know, they're making you feel some way or they're triggering you somehow, all you got to do. But when it comes to the youth, it's hard to tell them like, you know what, if these things are bothering you, if you're watching or you're looking at something, all you have to do is unfollow. All you have to do is block someone, you know, but for them, I don't think it's always that easy compared to us adults. (laughs) Um, But again, I just wish that more could be done. It just sucks that you know, before technology and social media came around back then, when I always talk about like my my um, time of like the 80s into the 90s and the 2000s, 
<clears throat> life was simple. <laughs> life was simple. You were outside. If somebody thought you were cute, good looking, whatever, people got to see you for who you were at the moment. You didn't have to worry about leaving out the apartment with a face full of makeup <laughs> just to walk out that door. It was just so different compared to now. Me as a young child back then was so different to the children now. I wasn't thinking about, oh my God, do I need to look so cute before I walk out of here? Or there was no such thing as taking selfies before I walked out of my apartment, you know, as a kid walking out of the house. There was no such thing. There was nothing about, you know what, let me pretend that I have all this stuff knowing that I didn't. There was none of that back then. But these kids make stuff work. I'm telling you, I've seen my daughter do it, so I know. <laughs> they will make it work. They will put on a whole different life. And you're thinking, like, who is this child? She looks cute or whatever in the picture, but I don't really know who this child is. <laughs> so that's what's been going on. And I don't know how it's going to be in a couple of years from now. I don't know if things are going to get worse. What's the new... What, what new social media platform are they going to come out with next that they're just going to be running to? So I just have moments when I get into deep thinking because I was like, I really feel bad. Like, I don't know what's going to happen with our generation. I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen with our youth. I don't know. Again, I feel that they're just so vulnerable and naive to the things that are out there. <sighs> With the, I know, like I spoke last time about like the challenges. Oh, that's what I want to speak about that I didn't want to say too much in the last episode. But the the challenges and the things that they do. And I'm sitting there like, did you, did you not see what happened when they did the challenge and all of a sudden the ambulance is being called? Or did you not see that that person's on fire and it sounds like it hurts? So it's one of those things like I could sit there and watch a video and think like I would even think twice about doing it because first of all, why do I want to be in pain on fire? Why do I want to be sniffing cinnamon? Why would I want to be swallowing those, um, the pods, the tie pods and stuff like that? So I'm sitting there like, now if you know one person did it and again, they ended up in the hospital. So I'm like, is that the trend? Is that the trend between the youth and the adults? Like, you want to see yourself in the hospital because everybody else is doing it. Why don't I do it? Like, let me put myself on camera and post it for the rest of the world to see that even though they did it and it looked like it sucked or they, you know, they almost could have died. I want to try it too. And I will never get that. This, and I guess that's the whole thing about, I guess, what you call like followers, people following and not leading, people following everybody else of like, let's try all these little, these little challenges because it's cool. And maybe it'll get me like 100,000 likes if I do it. And I'm just like, oh my goodness. But like I said, when it comes to youth, it's 10 times worse. I've had to actually sit there and look to see what new things they are trying and luckily yet, I have not seen my daughter do it. I have not caught her trying to do any of the TikTok stuff, any of the YouTube videos. Luckily, I haven't seen her do that. I just know recently there was something on TikTok and I haven't seen it yet. So many times that I'm on there just like scrolling, you know, just for a little laugh. 
<clears throat> that there was a, a TikTok challenge that's, that people were cutting their hair. Again, I haven't seen it. I don't know what that's about. But I just know that my coworker's daughter saw the challenge. She decided that she wanted to do it. And I'm just like, <laughs> again, I don't, I don't know. I, I just don't know when it comes to the youth and, and the years from now. I, oh my goodness. I don't know if it's going to get worse or what, because I'm telling you, if this is what's happening now from like what, 20, 2019 into 2021, even though we had a whole year that we were all home because of the pandemic. But if these are the type of things that are out there, I can't imagine for years to come. I don't know what they're trying to do to our youth. And especially with, with the, the influence of the social media and everything that they see is such, is such a big influence on them. That says, I feel like they, they take that like that's supposed to be a part of their life, not understanding that, again, whatever they see, whatever's being said has nothing to do with them. Half of these people do it for entertainment. They do it because, you know, they're going to get their likes. They're going to, this is all a part of that, but they're not understanding that. They're not understanding it. <laughs> I do appreciate the teens who have been on social media, who have posted really good and positive stuff because I feel like that's the type of things we need, whether it's dancing, music, art. It's funny because I really don't even see half of those things. I see everything else being done but that. I see little girls trying to twerk in a video, little girls fighting in videos, everything else that I'm just like, here we go, posting and, and getting likes for it. So that's where our teens are at. And that's another thing, too. Oh, my goodness. Ever since um, phones came into the picture and there's a thing on there about recording, forget it. That's where everything was happening. Little girls... um posting videos of themselves, the fighting between the boys and the girls, that became very popular. Again, if you go on YouTube and you just type in certain things, you'll find all of that on there. And there's people who love to um to just record, record and send. <laughs> Again, for the likes, for everybody else to see. But um, I hope and wish the best for the youth out there, like I said, because again, I don't, I don't see it getting better. It just, I feel sometimes it just gets worse for me. Again, they're so vulnerable to the things that are out there. So I feel like it has to do with us in order to be able to help them out, to make them understand, like, again, this is just social media to an extent of what it is for, for fun, if you want to post things, but not to the extreme of the other things that have been happening. So another thing that when I was talking about like predators out there, there's a big thing that's been happening out there, which really sucks. And I know I was talking about pedophiles and now when it comes to sex trafficking. So that was another thing too, that sometimes I would get concerned. It's like, even though sometimes I'd be listening to my daughter now having her little conversations on the phone and I always hear the kid's voice and I'd be like, you know what? I said, that sounds like a grown ass man on the phone. 
And she'll be there like, no, he's only 17, 18. And I'm like, whatever. It still sounds like a grown ass man on the phone. <laughs> She's trying to tell me otherwise. But things like that, all I be thinking about is just like, whenever she walks out that door, and again, because she's having these conversations and I don't know, she's making it seem and I, ha I guess I have to start talking to her a little bit more. Like, is this a kid from your school? Something she says from her school. But I'm like, is this a kid from your school? Like, have you ever seen them? How do you know how they look? Because, again, all of these things are important because people can post whatever picture. I can take someone's picture and pretend that I'm a boy and I can speak to you the whole time and you will never know that it's a female behind that. You will never know. But I feel like I do need to talk to her more because those are the things I think about. Like, what happens if she walks out the door, even if it's not online? But what if she did go try to meet someone and this is somebody out there that's just trying to to pick up young girls just to, um, you know, to sell them, to put them into this whole sex trafficking thing. But again, as a parent, <laughs> so many things go into your head once once your kids are a little bit older and of age and they're going out and they're making new friends. And again, social media, because again, I feel like if I was to really sit down, I'm like, how does she make her friends? How does she know people? Everything is always through her phone. <laughs> it's, it's rare that I see her outside actually doing stuff because everything she's doing is at home. All conversations, everything is at home on that phone. So... It's just really scary not to know like who she could be talking to. And I'm I'm grateful and I'm glad that when she has gone out, she has come back. Cause trust me, I've had moments where I'm just like waiting to see when she walks in through that door. Because again, it sucks. The youth, they think they know better than us. You can talk until you're blue in the face and explain all the things you worry about and things to look out for. And I appreciate the ones who actually do listen. And I've told it too, like, you know, I was like, you really have to be careful of what you do out there because if you do get caught and someone picks you up or you end up where you're not supposed to be, guess what? Mommy won't be there to help you. You can call for me and I can't do nothing because again, they like to be secretive. They, they don't like to talk about stuff. They don't, things like that that I feel, again, we need to be more on top of. I should have been more on top of it. <laughs> I really should have been more on top of it. Now that she's 16, I'm just kind of like, I'm not saying I still can't have those conversations because I still can, but I feel that I should have been more on top of it because just, again, as a parent, these are all the things I'm thinking about. Like, who are you talking to? Where are you going? Do you even know if that's that's a boy you're talking to on there? All these things, because again, they think they know everything. But like I said, social media does be, play a very big part in everything that they do. I'm telling you, I feel like they they live it, they breathe it, they sleep with it, everything. That whole part where it says that how it changes their patterns with their sleep. I truly believe that because this is how it works in my household. And I talked about it before as the, I think in one of the parenting episodes, but she will be up. She'll sleep. She's like a vampire. She'll sleep in the daytime. So then at nighttime, probably when it's getting close to like seven, eight o'clock, she'll probably get up, maybe moving around a bit, lay back down. Then when I'm going to sleep and these are the hours of what starting maybe from like 10 or 11, 
all of a sudden I'm hearing the laughing, the talking, the playing of the music, those hours from like 10, I'm telling you not, from 10 almost to like 6 o'clock in the morning by the time I'm getting up to go to work. And I'm like, these kids, it just can't be possible. What will you be doing all these hours? And I'm thinking to myself, she's not the only one that's up at this time. I don't know how these kids function. I don't know. I'm surprised that the other kids actually do get up and do stuff. She's not one of them. She will be up all night to then kind of sleep all day. Or... There have been times where she will be able to get up, get ready, go to school if nothing's happening because we're still in um we're still with the whole like I guess like um remote learning and and between remote learning and blended because we're not being fully open until September. But she'll go into the school. If nothing's happening, she'll come back and then to sleep. This is what they do. This is their whole lives. <laughs> and that's what I'm saying. It does it it, it affected the homework as well. And anything else that I can think of, because again, everything is just always like, what's happening on Snapchat? I need to take a picture and I need to post it. At times she will harass me for my phone that at times I didn't even want to give it to her. You know, I didn't want to give it to her because I'm like, what do you need it for? She was like, oh, your camera takes better pictures. At times I'll be like, you know what? No, you can't use it today. So, but even things for like that, she was just so concerned about how she needed to look when she was about to post. But at the same time, I feel like even if it's not social media, but it's something because of course they're growing up and I guess, you know, what she does want to look cute. <laughs> she does want to look cute, but at the same time, it's also because of that. Uh, I just wish I can, um, I think maybe next time I'm gonna have to do more research on that and find out like, what is the reason, what things on social media triggers them? what's actually going on that they're getting to the point where they where they get depressed where they don't you know they have low self-esteem like i said where they're causing harm to themselves what is making them get to that point what's happening because i would love to know you know what i mean i feel like all of these things are important i feel like again we need to talk to our youth we need to talk to our children and explain certain things to them. And especially even if they're they're not teenagers, even to the young ones who have to start from when they're young to explain all these things. Because again, we're living in a different world, a different era. Everything is completely different where conversations always have to happen about the minute that they decide that, hey, I'm opening up a social media platform, whether if it's Facebook, whatever, that you need to have the conversation. Just like the thing said about, protecting your kids and and how to manage and because I'm telling you it's it's ridiculous if you're not there watching the things that they do they be getting away with a lot of stuff things that we don't even know about but yeah that's what I wanted to talk about tonight cuz I just felt that it was something again that was really important like I said we live in a different world and it's not it's not the same especially with the way that, again, the people out there can find ways to come for our children. And so I think at one point we weren't even thinking about that. It took for other people to talk about the, the dangers and the things that happen when kids start um, 
getting into new and different apps and the parents don't even know what's going on until something happens or you gotta love the news at least the news is helpful for something <laughs> like i said i stopped watching the news but at least the news is helpful for something where at least they keep us informed of some of the things that are happening out there that they tell parents to be to be aware of because again this youth i don't know they're they're a little bit different they got tricks up their sleeve. They they they've been they've been finding ways to 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 get away with a lot of stuff and and try to hide and, and and you know cover up the things that they're doing because they know as the parents, especially like I'm doing now, if if one of them were listening, they'd be like, look, <laughs> we have to find a new way to hide what we're doing because the grown-ups are starting to catch on to us. That's how I look at it. Like the grown-ups are starting to catch on to us, so now we have to change things up a bit. But I'm looking at the time. So I just want to say, I want to look at something real quick. Because even though I was talking tonight about social media and youth, the next episode that I'm having, which is really important because I would love to talk about that. I think the next one is, yes. So after this episode, next week, we're going to be talking about mental health and trauma that I really want to get into that, even if I have to, of course, talk about myself. Oh, excuse me. And my experiences and stuff like that and how that affects both, you know, both old and young. So with that being said, so I just want to say, you know, thank you to the listeners for tuning in. Check us out on thewakeupradio.com and otw2.com. You can catch replays on SoundCloud, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Apple, and Google Podcasts. Thank you for listening to Thoughts of a Light-Skinned Woman. Shout out again to my producer, Cindy Ashby. Tune in next week on The Wake Up Radio at 9 for another segment of Thoughts of a Light-Skinned Woman. Like I said, next episode is going to be about mental health. So with a little thing that I want to mention before we close, and I always say the last part about remember life is too short. I'm actually going to get personal right now. So I basically found that on Tuesday morning that one of my good friends had passed away. Um, it was a little bit of surprise. It was a shock to me because eventually we have a friend in common and she told me that he had died in a car accident don't know because again I don't watch the news, but if I'm correct, it did come out on the news either that that same day or the next day about the the car crash that happened in the Bronx. But this is why I always close like that. And that's why I would say remember life is too short. Enjoy life to the fullest because you never know. You're here one day and not the next. But but other than that, I just want to say good night until next time. Bye. OTWTube.com, uncensored free speech platform. Look it up.
flawed individual. Thanks for keeping the lights on, Diane. Cindy Ashby 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 Ashby